Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 it's time for the alpha wealth hour presented by the alpha wealth group the show that brings together the trilogy of estate tax and retirement planning the show that teaches you how to make all the right moves with regard to money making tax savings and estate protection are you ready to thrive through the financial chaos here are your hosts tom fortino and brian Usolding. Good morning, everyone. A great show planned for you today. It's all about giving the tools, giving you the information to increase your probability of success in retirement. That's why we're different by design. Okay? Let me just start out. This was an interesting article. It talked about uh, your retirement goals. And let me ask you if this is you. Now, intention is powerful, right? We don't give it enough thought. But most of us go through life unintentionally, falling into a career path, unintentionally meeting or not meeting a spouse, unintentionally gaining weight, and so on. Uh, Much like a pinball, right? Working its way through a machine, life swats at us and we react. You think about it. We're unintentionally, but this is true too when we talk about unintention. We also unintentionally accumulate investments. Perhaps you get a certificate of deposit. Then there's this annuity one person sold you. Then there's that stock or mutual fund you read about and you had to buy. Pretty soon you have this collection of investments that may or may not be aligned towards your goal. And I think it even goes deeper than that. There's a lot of things that we do unintentionally. And what I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to walk you through this, and really, and I say this in all sincerity, get your pencil sharpened. I hope you, I'm going to ask you a lot of questions. I want to see if you can answer these things. Um, One of the biggest things when we talk about unintentionally and we accumulate all these assets, you know, I see this all the time. You have accounts, you may have an old 401k from a previous job. You're not really sure how those are invested. You're not really sure if your investments are working together. Your spouse has a retirement account. You opened up a bank account 10 years ago. You're not sure how it's titled. These are things that really can be a big problem at some point. Sometimes I I say these are are problems that are asleep, okay? So when someone comes into our office, and I made, let me just say this too, and I'm going to give you, there's going to be some offers here today. One of the other things I talk about, and really the starting point in a lot of this, because I think people sometimes are overwhelmed, is one of the biggest hurdles, and you've heard me say this before, to successful retirement if we're going to take a first steps, is financial organization, right? And I've said this already. It's easy for account statements, legal forms, other documents to pile up. And so before you can accurately plan for retirement, you need to get organized. And so I, we have this asset organizer that I provide, and I have individuals go through this. You know what? Are, and these are the questions I ask when you come in. So if I were to ask you this questions, tell me what you have in your after-tax accounts. What do I mean by that? I mean brokerage accounts, bank accounts, CDs, anything that is uh, not in a tax-deferred retirement account. Non-IRA funds. How much do you have in those accounts? Okay. How is it titled? Why is that important? Well, if it's in your name individually and something happens to you, you're incapacitated to pass away, that will be exposed to probate. Is it joint titled? Is it individually titled? Is it in a trust? If you have after-tax accounts that are, like I said, bank account, brokerage accounts, mutual funds that are non-IRA or non-tax-deferred accounts, they should be in a trust, not in your name or joint, right? That can be a problem. 
Uh, we're going to get into all of this today. What about tax-deferred accounts? How much money do you have in an IRA? How much money do you have in a 401k? What do you own in these accounts? Who are your beneficiaries? So these are important things. What if you un- unintentionally disinherit someone? What should you own in these accounts, right? After-tax accounts, when we start talking about tax efficiency, more than likely should be the ones where you own your stocks because they're capital gains tax rate. Right. Whereas if you have fixed investments, if you do, depending on your age, those are probably should be in the retirement accounts. Right. Because a couple of things. Number one, the interest that they kick off anytime you don't have to pay taxes on those as, as they grow tax deferred, I should say. So you have a little more control. Moreover, that's where you want. If you're going to have growth in your portfolio, it's better to have them in the after tax versus the tax deferred, because now you may have a lower RMD or required distribution. You see how now all of these things are working together. I'm going to make another statement here, too. There are five aspects to your plan, and these are five, or what I would call five risks or five threats to your retirement plan. We can look at them a lot of different ways. One certainly is your investment plan. Let me ask you, what is your investment plan? What is your strategy? How are you invested? Can can your advisor, if you sat down with them or yourself, say, this is my strategy. I have a very disciplined approach to what I'm doing. Okay? Second thing is, uh, again, I'm going to list five of them. And uh, these are five things that we want to be working in concert with you. So think about this. If you're, able to, if you're able to check off all five of these, and again, I'm going to offer you some information on all of this in a second. If you're able to check off all five of these, you have a pretty strong plan, right? The second piece of it is, what is your income plan? Now, let me say something about assets versus income. And I've said this before. If you, growing a pile of money and picking at it is not an income plan. That's an asset, Social security is an income. Pensions are an income. They are not assets, right? When you turn on social security or your pension, that is an irrevocable decision. That is an income stream. And it's not a bad thing, but it's just an income. It's not an asset. You have $2 million in investments. That's not an income. That's an investment. So we need to understand the difference. But have I created an income plan? Moreover, an income plan that I can't outlive, that I'm very comfortable What happens if a spouse dies? Well, one of the social securities goes away, right? What happens to the pension? What's the survivor? This is part of that income plan. I'm just talking about the second piece. I have five of them. Five pieces to your plan that are threats to potential threats to your retirement. And I always ask the question, look, we're an investment advisory firm. Who is asking you these questions? Who is going through all of these? We do money management, and I think we do a good job. But I want my clients to be, uh, another thing, tax efficient. That's a third piece. Right? So what's your investment plan? What's your income plan? That's two. What's your tax plan? What is the, you know, when I, when I talked about getting organized, one of the things you'll find out is how much you have in tax deferred accounts. I'm asking you these questions. If I send you the asset organizer, I'm going to offer that. You're going to be able to sit back and, and just, just rip them off. Well, I have 300000 in after-tax accounts, my brokerage account, my bank account. I've got a half a million in retirement accounts. How much do you have in tax-free? How much do you have in Roths? Well, not much. Well, that could be a problem, couldn't it? What happens if taxes increase in 10 years from now? What happens? What is the threat to increasing tax rates? Do you see how we start to pose these questions? Five pieces to your plan. Five threats to your plan. Can you answer all of these? What is my investment plan? What is my tax plan? What is my income plan? Fifth thing is what is my asset protection plan? And you'll find they all, they all fit together, right? What do I mean by asset protection? Unforeseen events. What happens if there's a long-term illness? 
Now, you may have addressed some of these things, but if I ask the question, I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to, you know, I've been insurance licensed for over 20 years. I've been investment, I'm, uh, the same in the investment side of it over 20 years. I've been doing this all the time. But if you're not asking these questions, what would happen if you have to come out of pocket 90000 a year? If that were to happen, is that a problem? Not suggesting you go by long-term care, as I said, but not only is it, is it a financial, potential financial problem in your retirement plan, it's also an estate planning problem, which is the fifth piece. What if uh, my spouse is incapacitated? Well, a number of things happen. Number one, their income goes away if they're still working in potentially. Number two, um, they can't act for themselves. They're not Well, number two, they're not contributing to their plans anymore, probably. And number three, do you have power of attorney to act for them? There's a legal aspect to it. Do you see where all of these things start fitting together? Do you have financial power of attorney for each other? So when I say there are five threats to your retirement, you know, I had a, um, a professor, I, I mentioned this before, my undergraduate's electrical engineering, <clears throat> and I worked for General Motors for a number of years and since, but this is my, so I, sometimes I refer to this as financial engineering, but I had a professor, and some of you may have had this before, <laughs> where he, no, he was not well-liked, let's put it that way. So when you take his test, it was very common for the, what the guy would do is he's, the first or second question, the answer to that. You needed that answer to answer the rest of the test. <laughs> and so if you missed the first question, you're kind of, you know what? And anytime he, one of his famous comments was, and I use it now, which now here I am, I'm using this when I didn't like the guy at the time. But when you say, well, my guy, you know, I, I, what happens if I don't get the right? This is his response would be, if the wings fall off, the plane won't fly. So his point was, you need to have everything working, you know? It's the same thing with your financial plan. If the wings fall off, the plan's not going to fly. So if we overlook any one of these five areas, let me repeat them. You have to have an investment plan and a strategy. Please understand what that is. We want it to be unemotional. We know people typically underperform the markets. Number two, you want to have an income plan. I've made the comment before, 50% of the people typically guess. You want to have a, um, the income that they need. A tax plan, an asset protection plan, and a state plan. Those are the five pieces or components of a strong, that's where the plane's going to fly, right? Your financial plan's going to fly. So let me do this before, I'm, I have a lot to get into today. I want to give you some ideas on taxes. I want to give you some ideas on asset titling. I want to give you some ideas on creating a plan, and, and as I said, making that plan fly. But in the meantime, as I said, the first step really is getting organized and understanding what you have. What I'll do is I'll offer a retirement planning packet. It's got the asset organizer in there. I, you can download it. I can send it to you. You're going to find out where all your assets are, what life insurance you hold, how they're titled, what the values are. I'll include the uh, tax-free strategies and the income planning report. All of this is included in this comprehensive retirement planning packet. If you're serious and you want to get started down this path, give us a call. We'll send it out. 800-748-3185. 800 800- 748-3185 to get your retirement planning packet. It can make a big difference. I'm certain of that. There are going to be some ideas that are going to make a difference, and you're really going to, it's going to be eye-opening for you. 800-748-3185 coming up. We have a lot to get into. Stick around. You know, we t- we're talking about how we go through life and the intention and unintentional things that we do, and I get it. It's not to be critical. Um, and I mentioned at the top of the show or the beginning of the show how, you know, we unintentionally fall into a career maybe. We unintentionally meet someone, hopefully our spouse. We, you know, it was unintentional, but it worked out. 
we unintentionally gain weight. You know, all of these things just happen. Well, it's sometimes that happens in our plan. You know, when we sit back and you look at where your assets are, it's like, well, yeah, I remember I bought that product 10, 20 years ago or 15. I don't, yeah, and it's kind of sitting there. I have an old 401k I really never looked at. And you accumulate and, you know, hopefully you're in a good place, but have, what are we doing to make these things all work together? And that's really what we do as a firm. I mentioned there's five pieces to your plan, which you should look at every one and be able to answer. The first, as I said, is your investment plan. Can you define your investment plan? You know, Ibbotson has done, not Ibbotson, I'm sorry, Delbar has done these tests and they've shown that the typical investor underperforms the market dramatically. In some cases, less than half of what the indexes do, what the market does because they're emotional. I mean, and it's not, again, to be critical, but because if, you know, if you don't have an investment plan to stick to and say, this is what I'm doing or this is how I'm going to, you know, I have a certain sell discipline, a buy discipline, or whatever it may be, there's a plan. And, you know, then you get emotional and you make the wrong decisions at the wrong time. That's, all kinds of studies have been done. So you want to have an investment plan. I talked about having an income plan. What is your income plan? Look, Social Security is a guaranteed income uh, throughout your life. Do you even know what your Social Security benefits are? I've said this before, ssa.gov. It's actually fairly easy. You can go there and you can register. You have to put some information in, and then you have access to that website. It's, kind of, it's a nice website, but also will give you your updated benefits. Think about this. What if you're getting 35000 and your spouse is getting 30000 That's 65000 Now we're starting to get organized. There's intent. It's not unintentional. We can start to define things. And so, you know, we can have a whole discussion on when you should take your benefits, claim, what are called claiming benefits, right? And again, I'm still talking about number two, your income plan. I talked about investment plan. I'm now talking about your income plan. Start to create an income plan. Put some intent into your planning. Um, if you have a pension, um, you know, um, what is the pension? Can I take a lump sum? I met with some people this week. I'll go through some ideas that I talked about. But that's all part of my income. And then what am I going to need to rely on investments? Okay. Um, then the third piece is what is my tax plan? How many of you contributing to a Roth? Roth 401ks, non-deductible IRAs, uh, after-tax 401ks. Pay on the seed, not on the harvest. Look, when you retire, um, or if you, I've given the examples, if you need $100,000 from your investments in your tax-deferred accounts, um, you know, and you're in, a, in let's just use a 30% effective tax bracket and you need to net 100 because remember, when you pull money out, every penny's taxable. So if, uh, if you need 100 and a 30%, what do you need to pull out to net in your pocket 100? Well, the answer is 142,000, not 130 because it's a bigger number, right? If you, need, uh, if you need to purchase an automobile and you're in a 25% tax bracket and you need 30,000, you need to pull out 40 to net 30. What happens if tax rates go up? Do you see when I talk about these threats and having a tax plan? So you can maybe make contributions to a Roth. I'll give you a couple quick examples. But I've talked about the five threats or the five components to your plan. Have an investment plan. And can you answer those questions? If I said to you, and you were sitting across from me, and I said, tell me about your investment plan. Can you define it? If you were sitting across from me, and I said, tell me about your income plan. Can you define it? And if I asked you about your tax plan, what are you doing to minimize the risk of increasing tax rates? Or what are you trying to do to get more of your Social Security benefits tax-free? All right? There are ways to do this. And then fifth, what happens in the unforeseen? What happens if there's a disability? What happens if there's a long-term illness? What happens if there's a death? Keep in mind, when someone passes away, then that, this, is your, this is your asset protection piece you want to protect. Well, a, a Social Security benefit goes away. 
Pensions may be reduced or go away. How does that impact your plan? Right? I made the comment, if the wings fall off, the plane won't fly. That was my professor of material science back in my engineering days at school. That was his answer whenever you missed uh, the questions. The wings fall off, the plane won't fly. These are five pieces that should be looked at. And finally, estate planning. How are your assets titled? Who are the beneficiaries? Do you have a trust and a power of attorney, and a medical power of attorney? Okay? Who are your beneficiaries? Are you going to unintentionally disinherit somebody because you don't know? This is things where now you have a plan. And this is how we work as a firm. I've had a couple meetings this week where I've had, these are true responses, actual responses. They said, you know, no one's ever talked to me about it this way. They've never really looked at it, at the whole picture. Okay, I had someone come in. They had after-tax accounts. Here's an example. That it, and, and, and this is why when I offer this packet, by the way, I'll offer it again. It's the retirement planning packet. There's an asset organizer in there. And I can email that to you because it automatically calculates. You can keep it as a working document. You go through that. You may be surprised. What is my life insurance holding? Who are my beneficiaries? What do I have in tax-free versus tax-deferred? What is the value of my real estate? What are my liabilities? You'll have a snapshot of everything. Right, This is that financial checkup. But I'm also only going to include the tax-free strategies, the income planning strategies. I mean, I prefer you come in and have us go through it with you personally, but I'll send it out to you too. This is where you get started. Now the plane's going to fly. If you want this information, again, I'll offer it. 800-748-3185. Also, I'll put the Asset Protection Toolkit and the six essential um, documents in there explaining estate planning and asset protection. I mean, this is it. Those are the five pieces. Okay, can you answer that? So if you want it, 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185, and let's be honest, you have no excuse, <laughs> okay? 800-748-3185, there's no cost or obligation. But let's get back to, I'm sorry, there's so many moving parts to this, and this is why when we, we want to say we want to have everything working together, right? I was talking about the income plan, I was talking about the example, well, someone came in the other day, sat down, they had a, had a, Decent amount in after tax. What do I mean by after tax? You know, you get the 1099s, the I'm telling on you's. You have a brokerage account that's in your name, right? Or you and your spouse's name. It's an after tax. It's not an IRA. Well, I said to them, you have Roths because uh, they said, well, we're not really contributing. Um, we're not in a position now to contribute to the Roths. I said, well, why don't you take money out of your after tax account and put it in your Roths? Well, no one ever told us. You know, they were working with someone. That person never told them. <laughs> I said you could put sixty five hundred per person. That's thirteen thousand. Sixty five hundred per person per year. So you can do thirteen thousand. Now just take it out of the after tax and move it down into this other bucket, which is called tax free for the rest of your life. Think about that. Now it's tax free. There's no required distributions. It doesn't tax your social security, and it goes to your spouse and children tax free. That's one move. And you know what? Come January first, we're in another year. You do another thirteen thousand. So in the course of the next five months, four months, whatever it is. You'll have repositioned $26,000 from a taxable account to a tax-free account for the rest of your life. That's one move. And this is a re- this has just happened the other day with, in a meeting. And that was one of the initial meetings I had with him. You know what he did? He went out and did it. <laughs> Which I got to give kudos to him. He went and did it. It was unbelievable. He's like, I'm done. I called him and did it. But, uh, you know, and then we got into some of the other ideas where... Maybe you can make after-tax contributions to the 401k. Now we start filling up this Roth piece or this tax-free piece of your plan. Now when you retire, okay, you have the, I mentioned the income planning, right? Five pieces. I'm going to repeat this. What is your investment plan? Please define it and tell me. Can you describe it to somebody? What is your income plan? 
well, I'm going to take Social Security at 70. I'm going to max it out, right? Because I know if I defer it till 70, it's the highest benefit. I know, too, my spouse will receive it as a survivor benefit if I pass away. See, these are decisions to make. Oh, by the way, I'm going to start putting money into, you know, and then I say, well, what's your tax plan? Well, what I'm doing is I'm contributing to a Roth, 6500 per person per year. I'm also planning on doing Roth conversions when I retire. Okay, and so in the meantime, my Social Security is deferring, which is going to max out between the time I retire in 70. What I've done is I've repositioned assets to my tax-free Roth, converted them at a lower tax bracket. Now, by the time I'm 70, I have a higher Social Security benefit, which also provides a higher uh, survivor benefit, and I'm in a lower tax bracket. And the money I pull out of my Roth, my RMDs have been lowered because I've reduced my IRAs and 401ks, drawn those down or converted them. And the money I pull out of the Roth is all tax-free. If tax rates go up, you know how much more I pay on my Roth distribution? No more. It's zero. Zero is the tax rate on Roths. So it doesn't matter. Do you see how powerful these, these can be? And then if you have the asset protection piece, again, five pieces to your plan. Five components of a strong plan. Let's bring some intent back into what we do. Right? You know, if the wings fall off, the plane doesn't fly. The prophetic words from my uh, Professor Blanton from my engineering days. So let's let's get these things in place. Um, I have some other offers I want to get into. Uh, let me do this again. If you want this packet, it has all of these five pieces in there, plus the organizers, the worksheets. Uh, Better yet, come in and see us. But here's the number, 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Coming up, I'm going to get into some specific strategies and more examples. So please stick around. You'll listen to Tom Fortino here on the Alpha Wealth Hour. Well... You know, I, I started out and I talked about having intent. Intent, it's powerful. Intention of doing things, having goals and plans. And it sounds, it's so simple, really. A little boring, but it's simple. It's true. And uh, I said we go through life with this unintention of what, you know, a lot of things that we do. When you think back, it's interesting. I've said this before. I do a lot of workshops and besides the radio shows. And, um, and uh, I say, you know, it's interesting where, like, I, my undergraduate's engineering, okay, which I've already mentioned, and I went back to, I got my MBA from Chicago, but, you know, I didn't really, uh, I ended up in this industry. That's not my degree, my undergraduate, and I bet you a lot of you out there in some industry that your degree has nothing to do with, you know, so the intent was a little different, or you were, maybe you unintentionally fell into these different, and that's fine. Sometimes it works out, but <clears throat> when it comes to your investments, let's be intent, let's have some intention to what we do. I talked about getting organized as maybe the most important aspect of that, because when I sit down in my initial meetings, the first thing I want to do is I have to get a picture of everything. You know, I mean, um, if you can walk in and say, this is everything I have. If I ask you the questions, what do you have? Because I first of all, I organize things in the matter of after tax, tax deferred and tax free. That's important. Tell me what you have in each bucket. Most people don't have a lot in the tax free. That can be a problem. But now I know I'm getting a snapshot. Okay. Um, and then I say, what are your income? What's going to be your social security? What's your pension? If you have one, what happens if a spouse passes away to the pension? Do you have life insurance? All right. Tell me about your real estate. And now we start to get a picture of all these things. Now tell me what your goals are. But if you can put all this together, if you, can you tell me, 
If I say to you, what's in your 401ks and your IRAs, what do you own in those? What's your investment plan? Who are the beneficiaries? What are you contributing to your 401k? You know, this is another interesting thing where I talk to people, they'll say, well, I think I put 10% in. I'm not really sure. This is why this is so important. Then I say, what's your match? Well, I think it's 3%. You see what I'm saying? Um, And I'm not blaming you. Uh, You know, if you have advisors, they should be working with you on these things. They should be giving you guidance when you, they should know the questions to ask. They should know how to uh, get you organized, you know, because you're busy with life and you're busy with doing what your career is. So if you're working with someone, the onus really is on them. I'm sorry. That's my belief. Um, but, you know, with the 401ks, I talked about the 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 uh, individual that came in this past week and I said, I did this. We looked at their financial picture. They had a, a chunk, a decent amount of money in their after tax accounts, right? The basic brokerage. Uh, CD bank accounts, those are after tax. They're not in an IRA, right? And they were joint title, which I don't want to get off in the estate planning, but one of the things I said, do you have an estate plan? See, when I start to ask these questions, I uncover all these things. Well, no, I don't. Well, you know they should be in a trust because you have minor children. If you pass away, those assets are going to go through probate court. Uh, you maybe should have a trust. Okay. But then I said, then there's a tax component to it. Isn't this interesting? And I said, do you know you, you have a Roth? Well, we can't, we're not really in a position to contribute to the Roth right now. Okay. But you have money in your after-tax accounts sitting there. Let's imagine you have, in this case, let's just say you have 20000 sitting in a bank account or 50000 in a bank account. Why wouldn't you take 13000 out of that today, 6500 per person, and put it into your Roth? Well, can we do that? Well, of course you can. You have earned income. Okay, so you can put 6500 per person into a Roth right now. As I mentioned before, he did it the next day. His advisor, who he, he has an advisor, his advisor never told him that. And then I said, and by the way, when January rolls around, do another 6500 That's 13000 per person. That's 26000 You have just, in just the course of a few months, repositioned to grow tax-free the rest of your life. That's one idea. Plus, we talked about putting a trust in place. And so when I talked to you about getting organized, this is where you're going to start to uncover. I, I do the organization when you come in, but I offered the information to you. Um, and so the same with the 401ks. If you can contribute to a 401k, you know, there's a decision to be made. You know, there are Roth 401k options. If you have a 401k, by the way, before I forget, a, a non-working spouse can contribute too. There's some, all these rules, but, and uh, if you have a non-working spouse, you don't have, only one spouse needs earned income, right? It, so it's joint. You file joint. If there's earned income that's higher than 13000 you can both contribute to a Roth IRA. Um, you also have the option of Roth 401ks, right? Um, we talk about paying on the seed, not on the harvest, right? You can pay some of the taxes today. The other thing you should know, which I have, well, when I, people come in, I tell you, bring your tax returns. Look on line 43. That's your marginal tax bracket. Do you know what your marginal tax bracket is? This is this, unco- look, again, I don't mean to go... I offer all this packet of information. You know, these are things that I, I feel it really is disheartening sometimes because you're not getting this information and you deserve it. It's just it's the fault of the industry. It's not about growing a pile of money. Look, we're an investment advisor. But let me do this. Let me make this offer because I, I do think this is the best use of your time if you want to. I will meet with you personally. Okay. You'll come in and see me. We'll go through this together. We'll spend the time. I know a lot of some people out there have been thinking about it or they really want, if you want a second pair of eyes to look at things, we'll do a objective, honest evaluation. I talked about the five pieces, the income plan, the investment plan, the tax plan, estate planning and asset. We'll look at every aspect of your plan and we'll do a complete diagnostic test. 
We'll evaluate everything. You'll walk out of there with answers to all of this, how to create tax-free income in retirement, how to maximize Social Security, all of these things, and you take it with you, and you can implement it yourself, or we can help you. Either way, there's no cost or obligation. If you want, again, and you're serious, give me a call, 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185 for your complimentary consultation. You'll meet with me, Tom Fortino. We're going to dig into this, and we're going to get you so that plane is flying. Stick around. we got a lot to get into. You know, I've covered the five components or five aspects of your, your overall plan, all right? And this is one approach I take, and, and to, way to look at your overall plan. You know, if one of these areas is overlooked, well, again, I use my uh, Professor Blanton. I'm, I don't know if he's still with us. It was, I'm pretty old, and it's been a long time. But if he is, God bless. Uh, he uh, was not well-liked, but, he, again, because he'd do these tests, as I said before, and he, he first or second answer, it was material science. And uh, it's an important class, obviously. I mean, it was electrical engineering, not mechanical. But, you know, his point was, Everything counts. So he, the first or second question, it was, you know, you had to do a calculation to get a number. And that number was used for the rest of the test. <laughs> so anyway, uh, people would complain. And his response always was, if the wings fall off, the plane won't fly. Okay. So, you know, and I really, he's right. You know, it was pretty important stuff. It's like if you're building a bridge and there's, you get something off, that's a problem. And you can apply that to your financial plan, right? If the wings fall off, the plan's not going to fly. And so you look at, um, you know, these five aspects. I've given you the examples. Your investment plan. What is it? Can you define it? If you were sitting across from me and I asked you, could you tell me what it is? Um, Secondly, uh, I said, what is your income plan? Can you tell me what it is? Where is your income going to come from? You can grow a pile of money. That's fine. But that's an asset, not an income. Maybe it'll supply your income. I don't know. I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but please understand that's not an income. What is your tax plan? What are you doing to minimize the risk of potential rising tax rates when you retire? Fourth, what is your asset protection plan? What if it's a disability, a long-term illness, a premature death? Fifth, what is your estate plan? How do you control your assets? How are they titled? Who are the beneficiaries? Do you understand all these things? Those are five pieces. Can you call, can you, I offered all this information. You go to our website, alphawealthgroup.com. You can attend our workshops. We, you know, my goal, and I do think it's, it's very few people out there are doing it. I tell you, I get a lot of feedback when I sit down with someone. They say, you know, no one's ever explained it. it. What's interesting is some of this stuff is not that, most of it's not that complicated. It's just not being explained to you properly. A lot of people say, I went and talked to somebody. I came out, I had no clue what they were. They can't give me a packet of stuff. Let me talk to you about, for example, ta- I was talking about tax plans. So I'm going to spend a little time on taxes and income plan, those two pieces. You know, I talked about the tax planning piece and about how I sat down with someone. I told them, take money out of your after tax and put it to your Roth. It still counts as a contribution. That's 6500 per year, right? Um, and I'm, I was talking about doing maybe Roth 401ks, understanding that you can make after-tax contributions to your 401k. You know, it's capped at 245. If you're over age 50, you can put up to 24500 in your 401k. Do you know potentially you could put another 10, 20000 more? The IRS limits are, are 60000 Now, you don't get a tax deduction for that if you exceed twenty four five. but now I put after-tax contributions in, which potentially can be moved to a Roth. Think about that. 
Who's having these conversations with you? And I may, let me go on now, I'm getting income planning, but, you know, um, when I sit down with someone too, I explain how Social Security is taxed. They take half your Social Security plus your other income, and if it exceeds certain limits, they start taxing it at a 50% clip and an 85. Do you understand that? Look on your tax return. When was the last time your advisor looked at your tax return with you? I do that because there's a couple lines on there that are very important. Line 43 is your taxable income, right? You're not taxed on your gross. If you gross 100000 and you have $30,000 in deductions, your, your, your taxable income on line 43, it's not the bottom of line, the bottom of 1040. Line 43 is your taxable income. Why is that important? Well, it's important for a lot of reasons. You should know what your, your marginal tax bracket is. But if, if you're under 76000 on a taxable income, you're in a 12% tax bracket. Are you aware of that? 2018 is the new tax year. If you're between 76000 and 165000 I'm not to the penny. So don't get mad, but I'm not. Okay, I'm pretty close. Um, you're in a 22% tax bracket. There's no longer a 25 or, or 15% tax bracket. Is anyone talking to you about this? So here's my question. If you know you're in a 12 or a 22% tax bracket, and I say to you, we know the number. I'm not just giving you an opinion, okay, to do a Roth. Look, if you're in a 22% and I say to you, you're going to put 10000 into your 401k, all right, you're not going to pay the 2200 in tax. You're in a 22% tax bracket. So that's going to grow tax deferred, but you're going to pay on the back end every penny. And it might cause your Social Security. So let me ask you a question. I know since I looked at your tax return, you're in a 22% tax bracket. If I gave you the option, not emotional, I'm not making an opinion, I'm asking a question. You're in a 22% tax bracket. If you t- take that 10000 and put it into a Roth, that's going to now show up on your tax return. You're going to pay $2,200 in taxes because that 10000 is now taxable. But you know what? It's going to go tax-free forever. And there's no required distributions. And it doesn't tax your Social Security. And it goes to your spouse and children tax-free for the rest of their lives. Would you do it? Would you pay 2200 for that to be tax-free forever and all those other things? And if the answer is yes, then maybe you should be doing it. Pay on the seed, not on the harvest. Who is having these discussions? That's just the tax piece of it, but it impacts the income planning piece. I made the offer before. I offered the uh, retirement planning packet. I'll also extend the offer again. If you want to come in and see me personally, we'll go through all of these things. You know, We'll get you organized. I'll send out the organizer ahead of time. You can go through that to understand where all your assets are. What is your life insurance? What do you own? You can start, we can determine what are your social security benefits. How do you maximize those? How do you create an income plan that you can't out where you can't outlive your money? Or as I like to say, your money outlives you. And then you have a tax plan to say, look, if tax rates go, if you could start answering the questions on these five, wouldn't that be a nice feeling? You're going to walk out of there with a complete review of where you stand and the steps you can start to taking. So 10 years down the road, you say, I'm glad I started this or five years down the road. I have people come in a lot of times and say, boy, I wish I would have heard this five years ago. Well, you don't have to be there. Start now. So if you're very, if you're interested in really taking advantage of this, there's no cost or obligation. It's very informal. I hope you get a sense of who I am. You know, it's about helping people out. Okay. I hope you become a client. It may not happen, but that's okay. But it's going to be a great experience. I'm pretty confident about that. So give us a call if you want to take advantage of this. You'll get a thorough estate tax investment income and asset protection planning review. 800 748-3185, 800-748-3185. I will sit down with you, meet with me, Tom Fortino. We'll go through it all together. It's going to be fun. Um, But I'm sorry, I was going off. I want you to understand these things. You see, hopefully I'm giving you nuggets. You know, I know we cover a lot. It's an hour show. I can't, 
But if you come away with one or two ideas, hey, that's pretty good, right? I, I can't, we can't solve everything here unless you come see me. We'll get more thorough. But I want to help you start asking questions. If you're working with someone, go back to them and say, please tell me. Tell me what we're doing along these lines. You know, the income planning piece, let me spend a little time on that. I've talked about tax planning a little bit here and really give some thought to it, not tax preparation. You know, the end of year is coming up and we're going to have some shows on that and some workshops on it. There's some opportunity before the end of the year. You're capped out at, at the end of the year. I'm, I'm going to get, I don't want to get off on that. Let me talk about income planning for a second. You know, understanding your income plan, when I say again, I ask the questions, tell me what your, first of all, what's your social security benefit? Well, I'm not sure. Well, what is it at full retirement age? You know, they give you three ages, 62, whatever your full retirement age, it goes up to 67 now, and 70. Why did they give you those three ages? Well, 62 is the earliest you can take it, and it's a reduced benefit. 67 now is the full retirement age if you were born after 1960. It might be a little earlier before that, but if you were born earlier, the full retirement age the, only, the reason they give you that is that's because you can defer it. You can take it before. You can take it after. Someone say, why do they pick that age? The reason what that means is, is if you decide to take it at that age and you're still working, you still have earned income, there's no penalty, right? So if I'm working and I turn 67, I can turn on my Social Security and I don't have a penalty if I'm still aren't working. Prior to full retirement age, if I make over like 16000 roughly, they start taking penalizing my Social Security for every dollar over that. So And they will. 70 is when it stops deferring. So that's the last year. There's no reason to defer past 70. But these are important decisions to understand. You see what I'm saying? Now I understand what I'm doing with Social Security. If you're a, if, if, This is part of your income plan. And if I combine it with my, and I get most of my Social Security tax-free, here's another line on your 1040. 20A, 20B. 20A is the amount of Social Security you receive. 20B is the amount that's taxed. Do you know the numbers? Do you know they can tax up to 85% of your Social Security benefit? So if you have 30000 in benefits, they can tax up to 25000 of it at whatever your tax bracket is. So we talk a lot about claiming strategies, but who's coordinating that with tax planning? Think if you could maximize your Social Security benefit, that's the income planning piece, then I minimize the tax on it, get most of it tax-free. That's the tax planning piece. So these are discussions we have. Um and so that is, as I said, go to ssa.gov. <clears throat> you may be surprised at what your benefit is. If you have a pension, again, that's an income, not an asset. Um, unless you ask for a lump sum benefit, please call the pension provider, who's ever in charge of it, and ask them to send you a printout. All right? Um, if you haven't taken it yet, can I take a lump sum? You may want to. I'm not suggesting you do. What is the payouts if I take it during my lifetime? What happens is, what is the survivor benefit? You should have these, this information. That's the income planning piece. And if you're already taking it, please find out what the survivor benefit is. These are incomes. You can also take investments and create incomes, guaranteed incomes. I had someone come in another example. They had $50,000 of Social Security between them. Great. Okay. I said, look, you could take, I think they had roughly about, 1.4 million roughly in assets. Some was, again, I knew what was after tax. I knew it was tax deferred. I knew it was tax free. I said, well, we could take a, a portion of this and create a guarantee income stream down the road. Within 12 years, they would, had approximately, you know, close, somewhere, and these are general numbers, please understand. They had about $50,000 of income that was joint. So now they have, see how we're doing income planning? The investments are part of it too. The tax is part of it too. We coordinated all of these things. 
but they had fifty. I'm sorry, yeah, so fifty or sixty thousand of Social Security plus another fifty thousand of guaranteed income. So even if, if not even that's not I'm being not being insensitive, but if a spouse passed away, the higher Social Security stays with the surviving spouse, and that fifty thousand continues. So yes, there may be a slight drop off in income, but you still have guaranteed income that continues for the surviving spouse. These are good things. And then we did some tax planning. Look, let me offer the packet again. I don't know if I've offered that. But what's neat about this packet of information is um, it includes the organizer. I've said financial organizations, one of the biggest, the asset organizer, the budget worksheets. Um, It also includes the tax-free strategies, the asset protection, the six essential documents, the income planning. You know, it's in there like Prego. So this is where you start to get ideas. I'm not going to say I'm going to solve everything. I mean, if you come in and see us, it's going to be much more comprehensive. But if this, at least, you can take these things and check up off ideas and say, hey, maybe there's something I can incorporate, hey, that's a good thing. And there's no cost. So if you want this packet, uh, give us a call, 800-748-3185, 800-748-3185 to get your retirement planning packet. And as I said, it gets into all of these areas. <clears throat> all too often, and as I use the example we unintentionally do things. Look, we're busy with our lives. I get it. Look, if you're systematically contributing to a retirement plan, that is terrific. That's maybe the most important aspect. But there's other decisions that you want to make when you're making these contributions. As I said, there's five pieces, five pieces to your plan. You can write these down and you can say to yourself and to your advisor, please tell me how have we incorporated these into my plan? One, what is my investment plan? Can I define it? Right? It may be simple. I'm a buy and hold person. I have 60% in stocks, 40% in bonds, and I'm not going to move. That's a plan. I mean, it is what it is, but uh, okay. Um, Number two, what is my income plan? Well, I've decided Social Security is something I'm going to defer. My spouse will take it a little earlier than me because, you know, mine is a larger benefit. I want to maximize it. Um, I've got a pension here, but I've also incorporated some other income planning ideas into my investments. And it looks like, you know, we're going to have income throughout our lifetimes. Uh, That's an income plan, right? Third thing is a tax plan. What are you doing to minimize taxes? If I said to you, what are tax, or I asked you, what are tax rates going to be 10 years from now? I don't know. Nobody knows, right? There's not an answer. But what if they go up? What happens to your tax plan? Or what happens to your income plan? Keep in mind, when I pull money out of a retirement account, every penny's taxable at whatever the tax rate is, which can make more of my Social Security taxable at whatever the tax rate is. What am I doing to minimize taxes? Am I using tax-free strategies? The packet that I offered, six ideas on creating tax-free, tax-free income. Six. Okay? So that's tax planning. Um, the fourth piece is uh, three. Yeah, four <laughs> is uh, asset protection. Okay. This isn't, these are what ifs. I mean, I call them financial curveballs. I know it's not pleasant, but what happens if there's a long-term illness? You may say, I'm going to self-insure. Okay. That may be your answer. I'm not suggesting you go about long-term care. There's other ways to protect yourself. But this is the asset protection piece. What happens if there's a disability? What happens if there's an illness? Okay, a long-term illness. And then, um, or a premature death, I should say, or someone passes away. And then the fifth piece is my estate planning. What documents do I have in place to control my assets during my lifetime, right? I went through the discovery. I told you if I sit down with someone and they tell me they have a piece of real estate and I say, how's it titled? And they say, well, I think it's between my spouse and I. Great. Well, it should be in a trust. 
well, if I pass away, it goes to my spouse. Yes, it does. But what happens if you, there's a common accident? What happens if, if uh, you know, one, after one person dies, now what? So this is why this is, you see why this is important? All of these pieces, I gave the example with my old, my old professor. If the plane, if the wings fall off, the plane won't fly. Everything has to be working together. Think of it that way. If you want this information again, I'll not only get you the organizers, which is the first step, please get organized. Do this, do that. You're going to discover things you were totally unaware of. So I'll include that with the tax-free strategies, with the income planning, with the asset protection, with the six essential documents. It's all in there. Give us a call. Or if you want to sit down with myself, there's no cost or obligation for either of these things. Okay? 800-748-3185. 800-748-3185. Let's get intentional. When we we look at our stuff, let's 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 take advantage let's take advantage of this and put a plan in place. As always, everyone have a blessed week and let's get to work. The Alpha Wealth Hour, presented by the Alpha Wealth Group, will return next Saturday at 9 a.m. For information or the questions about any of the content of the show, or to speak with Tom or Brian. Call 800-748-3185. That's 800-748-3185. And be sure to tune in next week.